the pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. Podcasters and happy Fourth of freaking July! This is the Spitting Nonsense Podcast. I am Jasmine, and I, of course, am here by the valiant, valiant Zachariah. And uh, <clears throat> it, it, we're celebrating the Fourth of July, and I have made some Fourth of July margaritas, and we have had about two so far. We're feeling good, so uh, we're we're still here to present you with a shorter episode because it is a holiday, but. Nonetheless, still, still a freaking episode, okay? But, um, Zach, are you gonna... You okay? That new Drake song is real different, man. Cause of that rose. Bitches in my old phone. Cups of the rose. That's my shit right there. Bitches in my old phone. I made I made I've been doing some tampering with music. Um, he has not been taking ideas uh, that I that I've given him. And so supplied the, really internet, wasn't the that, internet with it, with troll fuel. It really wasn't like, that hard to do. I, I do, do. I told you I it would do be it with easy. So many other ones. Too. I know. I know. Like we have so many ideas, and they'll they'll come out eventually. But we should we should put that one on TikTok. <laughs> that shit would be so funny. People would, would be so up. confused. Well, like, like, Man, no, 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 no. People right would. Now. There's a lot of people who would like it, and then there's a lot of people who would be confused because they'll think it's a real fucking song. Mm. <laughs> They're like, "Where's the rest of it?" Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't produce the whole thing, um, because I these co- are some good mixed drinks, dude. Like every time that issues. I drink it, I'm just like, "This doesn't taste like alcohol." And in my brain, I'm like, "Woohoo!" In the back of my head, I'm like, "Dang." Danger. Speaking of danger, White Castle has become a danger because it's gone automated. Not it's really gone a, automated. Not really a bad thing. There's so, squirting <clears throat> lettuce on on. Ew. Why did I? That's say not how lettuce? it works. But if okay, you want, like I, if you want lettuce paste, then go ahead. They're squirting lettuce on the burgers, and you know. Um, lettuce paste is not even green anymore. It's now just like purple. Isn't that just a just a veggie burger? No, because like you're putting it on top of the meat, Be- like like regular like regular uh, lettuce, but except it's like paste. Yeah, and the bread's paste too. It's just dough. Uh, a deconstructed cheeseburger. No, deconstruct. There's just a dead cow. De- if you want to, <laughs> <laughs> it's an art piece, Zach. What are you talking about? I want to listen to 
the animal that I am eating as it is alive so I can feel the life and death cycle. <laughs> oh my god all right we'll what talk the, about that yeah, um you're like no, we will so talk about that we went to white castle today they had new chicken rings uh that were ranch flavored and also buffalo flavored like buffalo spicy, spicy buffalo and they're both good um but what was interesting is when we got up to the drive-thru the sign was new and the first thing i noticed was it said, "Beep boop, bitch. Welcome to White Castles." It was. It it went like, if I could just, if I had my AI waste mod thing, I would use it, but I don't. What it was like is, "Hi, I'm Julia, your AI assistant." And then it gave us uh, a terms and conditions things because it's gonna you record our yeah, voice. Yeah, dude. For and then chat GPT said, <clears throat> "Fuck you, no food." Data for you. stuff and whatnot because it wants us to. It wants to use our our, our order to update the system and whatnot. Uh, if you say go ahead, then you can order the food. Uh, and it asks us, and me, it, the, the, the AI asks us what we want, uh, which I've never had that done before. Um, very interesting. And then, 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 and then. Well, we went up to the drive, the drive-thru, but it was in person instead. I wish it was actually like a robot that came out. Ugh, like, no. It was like, it's just hi. A, it's a realistic life robot of Miku. Ugh. Like, and she's just like, here's your Wendy's, you know. Uh, and even though you just came out of White Castle, you know what I mean? Like, and she just like glitches a little bit and throws your soda on you. Like, <laughs> I would pull her out of the window. <laughs> you pull her by her blue ass hair. Uh huh. They're, they're tassels for a reason. Oh my god. The pull. Because you need to pull her out when she abuse, when she abuses your food. <laughs> I couldn't think of a it's, good it's way. It's a serial food abuser. It's Miku. a it's a food. Well, okay. Eventually, we'll get to White Castles. White Castles new lettuce paste burgers. Burger. And it's 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 in sponsor brand with Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku. Uh, yeah, with with the, with the, it's like a partnership brand. Yeah. Every every new like Wendy's. Every... Wendy's is really good with that. You know they the Hardee's too. They've been doing a bit of like promotions. You know what I mean? Like Burger King actually did that Spider Man promotion with that red ass burger. I sent you a picture of me outside of the... Uh, I didn't eat it. Oh, no, I didn't eat it either. I didn't want bright red shit. I didn't want to feel like I was dying or something, you know? Fuck oh, that. Yeah. Fuck all of that. But. So, uh, that happened. It was interesting, though. Uh, not really much else happened. I mean, my grandfather came in and out of the hospital, but he was he's fine. Uh, just some things, but that's all good there. Fourth uh, of July has been interesting so far, but uh, over the week, uh, recommendations of some things that we've been seeing as we watched Eric Andre season six for the most part. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> all over the place with that one. That's good. I watched the Extraction one and two. Uh, good film. Tuesday. <clears throat> Basically, it's it's. <clears throat> It's it's uh, Chris Hemsworth if he played Captain America but without superpowers. Mm-hmm. 
And he has um, uh, riot shields that are on fire. Yeah, uh, we saw Kit and Hit uh, live action for no reason, but it happened. And you might yeah. hear a trash talk on it at some point. You really might, because uh, that movie was just like, that was interesting and not right. Guys, like, we have a lot of cuts that we can do in that movie and make a Grimace Shake video. Oh, yeah. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant was a great war film. Uh, uh, yeah, no, we we enjoyed that. Jake Gyllenhaal, like, and then uh, there was Anton, uh, uh, Homelander Anton. Oh, yeah. Like. Uh, he played a, a one of the, the, I can't remember. He played, like, some off the it was military it, it was off. A, it of, was a good film about war and the bad things about war. But the lengths that you'll go to to in right. war and also... The lengths that yeah. you'll go to to recover a debt. Okay, so uh, Starship Troopers is the last one, too. Um, uh, well, we watched oh, Always, Always Be, Be My Baby. Baby, which was Katie was very happy Katie about. was very happy we finally gave in because it's, like, the fifth time that, mm. like, she's, like, asked for us to watch mm. this. And we're like, no, we had plans for a movie. And I wanted to say that I had a plan for a movie last you night. Didn't. And I and I But I didn't. And I gave in. And I was like, you know, this movie isn't that bad. <laughs> like, it was, it was pretty funny, but it was, like... I'd say it was, like, 75% cringe, like, 25% funny, which is okay. Like, the movie was meant to be cringy. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. Like, I, I, I give it a good score. Solid 7 or 8 out of 10. Good score. Especially for uh, love stories, you know, because I'm not a big fan of uh, rom-coms. Brian's great... a fan of rom-coms. I'm it not got, a fan of It got of great laughs out of you. I know it did. It was, you... You really felt it with Veronica being pregnant and stuff because it was similar to your sister a bit. Uh, well, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> also, I took that edible, and uh, yeah, like that was interesting. Uh, we're gonna blast through this because it's Fourth of July. We're gonna blast through it like we blasted the skies on the Fourth of July. Well, yeah, and then we ran it down with the. We bust down Tatiana. Uh, oh. uh, did we say Eric uh, Andre? Yeah, I already did. That was the first one I did. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you say that. Uh, Let's just get into the news. Since Cat in the Hat is considered an anime, we got to talk about anime. Uh, Crunchyroll. Bro, do you remember when my mom asked if this was an anime? <laughs> Dude, right at the beginning when the fucking thing came on the screen, she's like, is this an anime? I was just like, mom, do you really think I'd fucking cut on an anime with you in the room? Like, you, Zach knows. Zach knows. My mom will complain about anything, all right? But Cat like, in the Hat is considered an anime in some cultures, including mine. <laughs> I know, like, so we were talking about referring to children's cartoons from now on as anime. Oh, wait, what, what was it? What was it? I know, that's what I'm it saying. It was something like, manga. Yeah. Children's, children's ma- manga. manga. Yeah. No, it wasn't that. It was something better than that. I know, but <sighs> the, it's uh, riding on the coattails of something that was funny to us yesterday. But Ch- that was children's yesterday. anime. That wasn't one. It. No, it wasn't anime. It was like manga. Was I think it you're children's right. manga? Yeah, something like but that. But that doesn't sound right, though. No, because that was the Dr. Seuss's books. The doc, not the live action adaptations. The Dr. Seuss books. The Dr. Seuss books are children's manga. That's what it was. <laughs> Dude, that's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. Uh, but, uh, so, Crunchyroll, uh, speaking of manga and all that Quanchy stuff, and, and, and anime, we gotta talk about Crunchyroll as it acquires 
Black Butler, Goblin Slayer Season 2, and more. So the Anime Expo 2023 happened, and uh, Crunchyroll had their own little uh, showcasing going on there, where they decided to uh, drop some news about the uh, new anime windows releases for those. uh, We have... um, the Apothecary Diaries coming soon, 2023. <laughs> Goblin Slayer Season 2 coming soon, 2023. The Fairway Paladin, The Lord of Rust Mountain, October 2023. Uh, the Kingdoms of Ruin, October 23. Bottom tier character Tomozaki Second Stage. Still in January 2024. Stain. Stain. <laughs> Stain. <laughs> Buchigiri? Buchigiri? April uh, 2024. This is an, <laughs> uh, this is this screams isekai by the length. But uh, next up, we got Black Butler coming 2024 from Aniplex and yes. Crunchyroll. Uh, and then To Be Hero X is to be announced. Let's um, get in. God, I'm so tired. Because alcohol is a depressant. Don't don't t- don't say that. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't say that. It's true that it's uh, alcohol is a depressant. I want a beach for no. It's fine. Um, speaking of a uh, Zaxi, depressing. A Zeki, a Zeki. Speaking of depressing. Speaking Suicide of, Squad, a, a Isekai anime. Isekai. Is that Isekai? It's Isekai. Is it? Yeah, Isekai is a type of. I've heard of, it different ways. Isekai is a type of anime where well, well, you are transported, transported. In, into but i've heard it say is that is that is that whatever Isekai. whatever yeah that 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 shit they're doing one of suicide squad and and um harley quinn yeah so uh suicide squad has an isekai anime series announced by warner brothers japan and wit studio so that's hype bro um James Gunn is, uh, you know, preparing to reboot the DCU with Superman Legacy. But, like, you know, the, we, we have some experimental stuff over here on the side, so which I like to see them branching out still and not being all sticklers, you know, uh, with, the, with the new takeover of companies. But besides the point. Um, oh, Jesus, the Joker does not look fun in this one. <laughs> uh, it, it hasn't been titled... Uh, well, actually, it's been titled Suicide Squad what Isekai. What the fuck was that? It's literally Suicide Squad Different World, which isekai, isekai means different world in Japanese. Uh, so um, that's pretty cool. It's something that's definitely different, and I've never seen it before, and I'm actually really interested because it's about something that I know about uh, in a different format that I love. So I, it's it, it looks like a dream come true. Um, there is other things that come out as well uh for that anime expo but uh we'll be talking about those a little bit later great i want to talk about this next one uh the yeah this one <laughs> so while i was talking about warner bros and the new takeover um hbo's shows uh that were exported off you know um unwitting, unwittingly by some of these series 
uh, start arriving on Netflix under a Warner Brothers Discovery new licensing deal. Please with let Netflix. more of it because the first, the only one right now is this show called Insecure, which has five seasons. Uh, but there's a bunch of other ones that they can still do, such as Westworld, such as Raised by Worlds, such as Close Enough, such as uh, pretty. Oh, Jesus, two, there's there, there was a whole list of them that that I actually had. Didn't they get rid of Minx too? Yeah, but that's now on uh, Starsh. Okay. Yeah. So. No, 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 no. Showtime. Same difference. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, like, <sighs> Netflix and HBO Discovery. Sorry. Just HBO. It's HBO. Well, Netflix and Warner Bros. Discovery. HBOD. Just come together to make. It's HBOD. Make, Make it dis- make it Netflix Max, and you have just the perfect one, and you just combine both of yours, and you f- perfect your platform. Like that would be just be good. You know, there's there's not enough money to go around apparently, so uh, <sighs> all this combination is just too I'm just easy, here's bro. the here's the thing. There's 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 shows that I really enjoyed that HBO uh, Max when it was HBO Max put out and they really did a good job with them but then discovery came in is like you gotta get bought boy and then they got bought and then zavlov has decided which is the ceo of discovery zavlov uh, decided uh you know what we need uh some tax cuts uh, so animation was like one of the first ones to go and there were some good animation shows on there uh, which were some of them were adult animation shows, and those got gone. Um, those got got. Then, those got got. And then there was the actual shows, the actual like shows that they had. Some of them were like, intri- I'm I'm surprised that Westworld is gone. I'm surprised. Me too. Me too. Honestly, with all the A tier li- uh, list actors that they had I'm, involved and actresses involved, I'm in the surprised show. Ridley Scott's, which is the guy who helped create. Alien, uh, by the way, Alien Alien franchise. Uh, His show Raised by Wolves was actually pretty interesting, but that also got got. Just at least, at least they're getting new light somewhere else. Hopefully, Um, but uh, we'll see as things uh, start to roll out on different platforms, and we will cover that as well when it comes. Speaking of new light, the Dune. The new Dune trailer came out, which gave a lot for Dune, Dune Part 2. Dune, Dune, Dune Part 2. Down in the dunes. Down in the dunes. Okay, so the Dune trailer was cool. The new one, at least. Dune Part 2. Dune 2. Dune Dune 2? Duner. Duner. Dune Duner. Duner. And then the third, and the, and the third one will be called Dunest. 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 Yeah, Dunest. It's Dune, Duner, and Dunest. It's a evolution trio. My new Pokemon evolution trio. Dunest. Uh, it's like the sandworm of Dune. That's what it is. It's just the evolution trio for that thing. Yeah, I said there's a third Dune film, as it has been officially noted that there's going to be a third one work being worked on. And Dennis Villeneuve, who has worked on the first one and also is directing the second one, will be directing and developing the third one The now. third one is going to be a crossover with Supernatural, the TV show. No. <laughs> 
It'd be very interesting if it was. Just in the back of my brain, bro. And then, Just let me live. And then let me back, fucking In the background, laugh. you see Cat. You see Castiel <laughs> riding one of the desert uh, worms. Yeah, the desert worms. Uh-huh. Sandy and SpongeBob. So are no, back no, no. There so they're, they're So the next film is not going to conclude go, the whole story. Go, so if you go, don't really know, go, there's go. not just one book of Dune. There's oh, like five. There's a lot. Yeah, and essentially he could be working on teasing. He teased in the past about making a third in mind, but now it's going to happen. That's hot. And it does sound like he probably will be taking from the Messiah of Dune, which well, is you the know second what? book. Just because that's where the first book ended doesn't mean that that's where the movies have to end. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. some plot holes are filled better through pulling from other movies, which I understand, but that's also where Percy Jackson fucked up. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, they're going to be probably working on doing this, the third one on the second book, which is the Messiah Dune. Um, and then there's also the developing the sisterhood, uh, doing the sisterhood series for Max. The Benava Jizzaret. What he said. Yes. Uh, so. Paul Atreides, Timothy, Charlie Chocolate Man. Charlie Flappin' Dackin'. Snip, snip, snap him. Fucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Speaking We're just of going Charlie, this, speaking of uh, Timothy, uh, Timothy, I've been, seeing, I've been seeing these new like Jimothy? YouTube ads from him that are uh, all, the Chanel ones. Yeah, dude. I, I know which ones you're talking dude, about. Dude, it's just I him know. standing in the, in the in the blue Why darkness. His, his face is so And then it's just him saying Chanel. <laughs> that's he it. can speak fluent French. Oh, I know he does because like, I, he's, he's French, isn't he? I mean, either way, like I don't know if he's actually French. I'm gonna like, look it up. But he can speak fluent fucking French, and um, I watched him in American French. So yes, he is. What is that? French. What is that fucking uh, movie? Born it was super. In... It was super gay, dude. What this is guy. That gay is, movie this that guy. Is, oh, uh, like beautiful. No, not beautiful. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we don't know. He could have been gay in that uh, for drugs. But, no, um, it was the movie that you said it was like kind of pedophilic. Kind of. It was like predatory. You said but, it was like, on Netflix. It was on Netflix, and I watched it. it had Timothy. In oh it, wait, I have all those movies. Call me by your name. Call me by your name. That's that the is one. the gayest film I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, and I've watched like well, no, like it, Pride Month, you know, just passed and whatever. Like, but like Strong Live the LGBTQI. It was a very, it was, a very, it was very, very gay. Yes. Okay, like well, you know, you, you have movies like bros like that movie's gay like haha you know what i mean but like uh-huh. no the, like that's gay comedy like sure but like i mean like gay steamy romance like Got this it. was more like gay than brokeback mountain <laughs> you know what i mean and everybody uses brokeback mountain as a pun but uh, like as a butt of a joke but i actually enjoyed that movie and i think that movie was very well written you know and how many directed romances timothy has on on screen for almost every movie like so you have call me by your name so that's gay romance you yeah have Dune, zombie romance so it was space romance where they're like eating people bones together. and all which is his cannibal romance yep. little women which is his uh-huh. townhome romance from the early 19 like hot summer what's, what's summer hot hot summer nights uh, there uh, was one in there uh what hot summer nights Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in there. Yeah. That one, he had uh, romance. In French that one. Dispatch. He had a, a, a one in there. Don't look up. He also had one in Dune, there. Dune. He had. I. I said Dune is space romance. Oh. Uh, King. King. Yeah. Yeah. He played a. He played a, a. A young king. Yeah. He did have a romance in there. 
Um, that was actually a historical film. It was a really good film. If you didn't watch it, Do you and think I'm not big on historical films. You know me. Brian's Which always one? like trying to King. King was cool. King was a good movie. I like that one. Had Robert Pattinson there. Mm -hmm. a friend. I think he was French, as well. Uh, uh, Robert Pattinson's character. Oh was, yeah, yeah. No, like in that uh, movie. No, I was looking at him. So he's born. He's basically Daredevil. He's born in Hell's Kitchen in New York. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, his dad was uh, French, though. His family's just fancy. Mm -hmm. Literally. Yes. Pretty much. But um, anyway, speaking of fancy, <coughs> we got Zack Snyder over here. Uh, well, we were talking about space movies and stuff like that, and people are getting into Rebel Moon, which is Zack Snyder's newest film, which was supposed to be a Star Wars film, and then he's like, nah. Okay, so I'm not lying. I am not lying. I literally thought Rebel Moon was a Star Wars film no. until I saw this article. No. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, and I was like, oh, this looks cool. It looks like a rated R Star Wars film. Like, that's literally what it is. It, it's, people are like, people are like, oh my God. It had Star Wars vibes. It's, and it's Star Wars vibes. But like, here's the same thing. Star Wars took vibes from other stuff as well that came before it. So it's just sci-fi vibes, dude. It's just that Star Wars popularized this kind of revolutionary, like, like, Star Wars, like, like, like wars in space, and there's a revolution going on and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's Star Wars. Overthrowing War the government. That's Star Wars popularized that, so everybody will go to that. But that's not the first movie to do it. So. Well, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's not the first movie to do it. But. So, so it's just it. So my thing is that this movie is gonna be like. Star Wars, but it's gonna. There's gonna be a hero's journey in it. It's just gonna definitely. It, yeah, like, you but, can't tell me that there isn't gonna be a hero's journey, stereotypical hero's journey. Like you're gonna have the mentor, you're gonna have, you know what I mean? Like the the two. I just arcs, expect like, it to literally be a space action film, films because there's about two of them. Uh, and if he can do good on the action, and like he did with Army of Thieves. Right. then I will be fine with it because I like space stuff. Um, he's on a journey of self-discovery. <laughs> well, Anthony Hopkins voices a mysterious robot Jimmy uh, in this. Sh in this. Uh, Jimmy, yeah. Jimbo. Uh, didn't become buddy. a Star Wars movie. He knew it was a big ask to probably make a rated. Well, like, they're not going to let him make a rated. There's going to be mean, more Lucas, creative freedom. Lucasfilm so. is, like, so strict on their ideas of stuff. You know what I mean? But I get it because they want to hold the IP accountable. It's just. I, I don't see where you couldn't have fit this in. You Literally, know what I mean? Because, like, not everything books, is PG and PG-13 about Star Wars. They have books like, which they call non-canon, but I'm Order not, 66, I'm not they literally say, killed kids. Well, like, I don't now, hold on. They've been retconning Order 66 continuously over, over the most period of time because, like, they keep bringing back Jedi that they have officially killed on screen. Back. And it pisses me off, and it pisses a lot of people all they're off. So is Order 66... Is there a conspiracy that it's not a real thing that happened in the universe? It's hearsay. Oh my god. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so stupid. No, but I, I look forward to watching Rebel Moon. I look forward to watching the extended R rated You already version. know that Zack Snyder is going to have an extended version. He has extended R rated versions of both of them. So four movies of these coming out on Netflix. Because Netflix is like, ooh, I see money potential. Right. Um, but uh, we got one more uh, here from uh, that's also about Netflix. And this one I want to talk about here for a second. 
Greta Gerwig is actually a really good director. I do not doubt her potential and what she can For do. For sure, like I'm excited um, about this. Honestly, she in my opinion. she has done. She did Little Woman, which I thought was a real. I don't like timepiece films that often, right. especially about like Timothy's like, Little Women. Yeah, the, the, the that one. Okay, uh, it's it's hers. Uh, she, she well, yeah, yeah. Uh, that she held, but I think wait, hold on, hold on. I'm pretty sure. Because, like, Little Women... They should th- hire Timothy for that movie. I think Greta Gerwig did it. Yeah, Greta Gerwig did it, but she also wrote the book. Like, she literally wrote the book. Uh, Little Women. Oh, did she? I'm pretty sure she did. If I, were, if I recall, that's how that's she did it. fucking crazy if hold she on, did. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, wait, hold on. What am I... What was Dude, t- we forgot to talk about the fact that we watched Kick-Ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a picture of Aaron Taylor Johnson. It reminded ass. me. That movie was uh, interesting. It was Brian's first watch and he fell asleep. Of course, because we started the movie okay, too late. It is, if you start anything after like 8.30, he's not going to make it. It is a film adaptation of the same name, but the film Little Women is written and directed by Greta Gerwig. That's what it is. Okay, she wrote the screen. <clears> but she did a really good she did a really good job of of reflipping it for modern audiences is what she did, if I remember. Because I right, did, I right. Did. Like she modernized a fucking stale ass nineteen it's not that it was stale because I read Little Women as a kid. Yes. Like and then, as, but, she, but the form. movie that she did was really engaging. I liked yeah. it. And then um she's doing the Barbie film. Which is going to be interesting to see. Yes. Uh, and then now she's writing and directing two Narnia movies for Netflix. And this is where my thing is going to happen here. They need to still focus on the religious aspect of these films. Because if they really want to like uphold the Narnia, fil- Narnia Narnar. books, those books are all based in Christian mythology. Like heavily based in Christian mythology. Oh, for sure. Like, uh... A lot of the hyper Christian kids like were not able to read uh, the Chronicles of Narnia when I was a kid, because mm-hmm. you know we still live in the Bible Belt and whatnot. But uh, like there's there's parents here you know who believe that there there there's witchcraft going on with the with Chronicles of Narnia. Same thing with Harry Potter. They wouldn't allow him to do that. It was it like, was made by a guy called C.S. Lewis, but he was a he was a big uh, person of of Christian uh, stuff and like that. Uh, like Doom. <laughs> I mean, okay, this is where people just tripped on that. Doom is completely a Christian-based game. It is a Christian-based because game you're because you're killing fucking demons. demons yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Like, it's not an unChristian game. Like, it's like the best thing that you could be doing mm. is killing the demons, like yeah. striking them down, preventing no, them from but, rising up. Like, no, but C.S. Lewis was a, a definitely a dude who was uh, definitely into his, his his beliefs of religion and, and, and Christian religion, and he based Chronicles of Narnia, Narnia around it. Uh, so if they can, I mean, it's just it's just like upholding like basically that kind of like I don't know theme. That's in the in it because like that's pretty much like the whole thing. Right. Um, but I'll have to see what they could do is they could update it. You know, because the books don't really like if you the books aren't in t- linear time. Is yeah, no, is. no, because there's like two different time uh, periods going on. You know, one outside of the the wardrobe and one, one in, inside the inside wardrobe. the wardrobe so you're getting different so, t- pieces of time happening yeah yeah books. i wish that they would come back and they would do an animated one like they did in 1979 
there was a 1979 original version of uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And then there was a 1988 version uh, that was live action of Prince Caspian. And then followed up by a third one um, in 1989. So, um, and then they just completely rebooted it again in like 2005. So. This is a multi-year deal with C.S. Lewis Company. Well, yeah, if this is a multi-year deal, so, they're going to go through all of the books. Like, And there's like quite that. a few fucking books. Like, they were supposed to make a fourth uh, Chronicles of Narnia. a movie called The Silver Chair. Yes, but, they were. Uh, too much time lapsed and mm-hmm. all that. Bullshit. All the kids got older. Like, yeah, there's not much that you could do if you don't uh, film a lot of this stuff at the same time. You know I what I mean? And it... also, we didn't have the uh, technology then to age somebody down uh, using... Computer I want to see so. the Barbie film. I want to see the Barbie film, and I want to see Oppenheimer in the same sitting because I've been talking <laughs> about doing it so much. Uh, we have a break planned here, but look at this! Look how much time we spent so far. Not a lot. We can keep going. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna uh, pause it here, and I'm gonna put in the mid roll, mm-hmm. and uh, we will be right back, guys. Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. You are now fully rested. Back, 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 talking about Greta Gerwig in our body film. Ooh, <clears throat> ooh, she refused to use CGI for well, Marco Robbie's feet. That one, but I want to talk about this beforehand. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are two movies coming out together, Barbie and Oppenheimer, but one of them has been flaming international tensions by dredging up historical border disputes. Can you guess which one? Oppenheimer, which is about the Manhattan Project that made War. the bomb. Bombs. Uh, of killing. Hiroshima and Japanese. Um, or Barbie, which is about um, Barbie. Which one, Jasmine? Mm, this one's a really difficult choice, you know, because one, like, is involved in, like, World War One and World <laughs> War Two. you know what I mean? But, like, then there's the other one that's involved in Mattel's Little Girl's playset. And uh, honestly, my bets are being put on the Mattel's little girl playset, uh, causing tensions in the uh, Asian countries. So what happens usually with these the, with toys and stuff is that it's hard to get everything correct uh, with making toys. And uh, that includes if you're going to make a movie on toys, you're going to have to get some things in the same light. Uh, which is what happened. What happened in the Barbie film is uh, they showed in the trailer a map of Asia with nine dashes across the South Chinese Sea, which is a territory disputed by Vietnam. Uh, and Vietnam did not like that, so now they have banned the film. No more Barbie <clears throat> in Vietnam. Not like we were really depending on Vietnam's movie uh, views or anything like that, you know, uh, for the movie. But hey. Um, it's sad to see you go, bud. Sad to see you go. No, that, it just... <laughs> uh, but well, since we're talking about the movie, we have to talk about how the movie is not going to be using uh, much CGI or refuse to use CGI for Margot Robbie, uh, for, for any of the shots 
in some way that deal with um, her feet, her arched feet. So like, Barbie uh, opens with Margot Robbie's character stepping out of a pair of high heels only to maintain the Bentel's doll's signature arched feet by standing on her tiptoes. It hurts. People were wondering if it was CGI or anything, but she admitted that it basically... Uh, Everyone said, are you going to CGI all the feet? And I thought, oh, my God, no, that's terrifying. That's a nightmare. Yes, it would be a nightmare. I don't want to see CGI feet. Um, I said, uh, she said, Mar- Margot has the nicest feet. <laughs> these sound like Quentin Tarantino. These... <laughs> Quentin Tarantino be like, she has these beautiful dance feet. She has these beautiful. She would just, like, hang on to that bar and just, like, do it like this. She has the nicest feet. Eight, t- eight times to get it right, but Robbie was determined to do it herself. Uh, held onto the bar off camera to keep herself steady while leaving her feet flexed, and she doesn't like when someone else portrays her hands or feet in insert shot. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, that's a weird thing <clears throat> to be specific about, but you know, if you have those kinds of uh, uh, triggers for your body dysmorphia, I get it. Mm-hmm. So, so um, Barbie of cor- will, of course, come crashing down to earth with a bang and flat feet as she expelled from barbie land for being less than perfect doll and dropped into the real world to discover the joys and perils of living among humans including the likes of american ferreira ariana greenblatt connor swindells jamie uh, demetrio and will farrow who plays the ceo of mattel oh this is gonna be interesting <laughs> at least they didn't hire tom cruise and like put him in a fat suit I like it that, though. I know, me too. It was actually funny. <laughs> it was very funny. They did a very good job with Tropic Thunder. Uh, I will forever cherish that movie as something that will never happen again. Barbie Heimer. Barbie Heimer, baby. Uh, no, this is going to be the craziest double uh, double release weekend ever. I love the IGN comments because <laughs> I scrolled down the top comment. One of them says, Tarantino will love this movie. <laughs> literally on, uh, I, on, he, on he's IG. running up to the movie the, the theater and he's licking the let me in <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so fuck. we gotta talk about more pro, uh, toys and stuff I think Mattel owns Hot Wheels uh, My... Mattel or Hasbro <clears throat> it's one of the two Whatever. One of those. so there's a Hot Wheels movie being made guess who's in production of making it J.J. Abrams. Trisha Paytas. No. Yeah, I don't. I hope it's not. Honestly. You know, I'm not a big fan. Why do you bring on these terrible thoughts? Vin Diesel. <laughs> I think Vin Diesel would do great in the Hot Wheels franchise. It's all about family. It's all about cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, J.J. Abrams is developing a Hot Wheels movie for Warner Bros. Now, my issue with this is that J.J. Abrams is... Mm-hmm. I'm not really a big fan of him because what he does is he... The soft light over what he does. What he does is he reduces stuff. The camera flares. Jazz. I can feel it, sorry. He reduces stuff, but then he leaves the project to go work and start new projects he doesn't let he doesn't finish his own projects he's the producer it's 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 really weird he did it with lost he did it with star trek he did it with cloverfield he did it with lost he did it with lost (laughs) (laughs) did you mention cloverfield Mm, he did it with cloverfield what about starfield (laughs) Uh, oh he did it with star wars that um, Starfield, see, Cloverfield, yeah, yeah. Star no, Wars, and, there you go. And he's going to do it with, with Hot Wheels. And 
He says it's going to be a high. Th it was first announced to be described a high thriller action year, and which showcase some of the world's hottest and sleekest cars, monster trucks, and motorcycles. Awesome. Now it's changed. It's changed to, to be an emotional them? and grounded and gritty film. Oh. When you can bring the the kids to and cry for weeks. I don't um, like this sometimes, but my uh, laptop turned itself off. <clears throat> It's fine. Whatever. I'll pull it up on my phone. Whack. <laughs> it's funny, though. It does this. It's just this whole idea of him making it into a gritty film. Don't. Right. I know. That's what I was saying. Don't. It's about family. It's about speed. It's about it's the about, cars. It's, it's literally speed. about the, the cars and the craziness of the speed. cars and all that stuff. But, like. Did you know Speed was originally supposed to be Beverly Hills Cop 3? Really? Mm -hmm. I think Speed came out better. Me um, too. For a long time, we were talking to Mattel about Hot Wheels, but we couldn't quite find the thing that clicked. That it, made it, worthy of Mattel. Hot Wheels. That title deserved. Then we came up with something grounded. Wheels hot. And emotional and gritty. I, I'm not interested in gritty. I just want it to be fun and enjoyable and about the cars and... It, it, I, there were, I watched the Speed Racer film not even like a few months ago, and that film, might, it, although the CGI is near garbage for when it, when it came out, Whoa. it it is it is still impressive the like the action that was in it with how the cars like actually drove around the track and stuff. That's what I want for the, the Hot Wheels film. Right. If they do it, but Spirit Halloween revealed a new Crypt Keeper, Leatherface, and Killer Clowns life-size animatronics. Cool. Just a side side note in case you were looking to buy animatronics. Speaking of live-action animatronics, we gotta talk about the live-action Barney film. That's gonna be for adults and will lean into the millennial angst. Do you like that? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. I really do. Like, I'd rather not watch a new Barney where, like, it's for kids. I'd rather watch a Barney in the way that I remember him, like a drugged-out dinosaur with weed in his it tail. It said we're leaning into the millennial angst Making of fun the property of kids shoes. rather than fine-tuning this for kids, which is really a play for adults. It's not that it's rated R, but it will focus on something of the trials and tribulations of being 30-something growing up with Barney, the level of disenchantment within the generation. Big mood. <laughs> I think it's going to turn out well. Uh, you could do that with a lot of things, you know yeah. what I mean, like Captain Planet or, so, or so something what do you like th that. So, what do you think, oh, oh, Daniel Kaluuya might be working with it. Is he acting in it, or is he writing it? I don't know. It doesn't specify. <laughs> he plays Barney. He's just washed up. He plays the person that played in the Barney suit, and he's now washed up. Ugh, stop. Yeah. Barney is a dinosaur from our imagination, and we can't wait to get I Love You, You Love Me stuck in heads everywhere yet again. David Carrico of the Valparaiso picture. So, Barney, Barney's Big Break is what it will be called. Is that really? No. I th that'd be funny, though. Oh, that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I didn't see that, and I read this before. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, um... I mean, if they do... Barney is a dinosaur from our imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean... Uh... 
millennial angst. Millennial Speaking angst. of uh, millennials who uh, are full of angst, uh, they, they don't have money. Millennials do not have money, and Apple is starting to realize this because uh, they're reportedly scaling back production plans of its $3,500 Vision Pro Mixed Reality headset. That is the fucking cost of a used car, brother. Like, who in the fuck besides, like, Kylie Jenner's of the world, you know what I mean? Like, people who have an expungible well, $10,000 a month. How scaling it back? The, the share? Like, um... So the the reception to it and like the internal sales target of one million units sold in twenty twenty four has people worried uh, because a lot of people have not pre ordered it. You know what I mean? I wonder why. I wonder why the thirty five hundred dollar price tag. Uh, but they're they're expected to make less than four hundred thousand units in twenty twenty four. Okay. Yeah, so uh, they revealed that Apple was only asking for enough parts to be able to build uh, because they uh, they interviewed a supply chain person who supplies for Apple, and apparently Apple is only asking for enough parts to be able to build between 130,000 and 150,000 units in 2024, oh, even funny. though they said that they were lowering it publicly to 400,000 units. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just a big <laughs> failure on their part. It is. They just it's jumped. too expensive. They, no, here's the thing I talked about before. They jumped into a platform that they are not prepared for and has been... Nobody's ready for, for this yet. You no, not I mean? even... It's not even that. It's that they jumped into a platform that they have... they th- That already has people that already make the products and they make them well. We don't need another one. And one that's going to be over, over like overpaid. Right. So, uh, speaking of, did I tell you that we're switching uh, internet carriers from Spectrum to i3 broadband? Good. And uh, their base package it offers a 400, I think it's 400 megabytes uh, uh, down, but uh, we're getting the second from the top. The top is eight gigs, so the the second from the top is the the uh, two gigs. Got it. So. That'll be awesome so that we can, like, actually have, like, real good streaming party here. Uh, You know, no lag at all. Not like we really get lag for real unless it goes out. And I did that hard reboot earlier, so. Lag spag. Yeah, man. But, uh, speaking of more money that nobody has to spend, PS5 Slim is releasing later on this year, and it's priced at $399.99, so $400 if you guys want a skinny mm, PS5. $500 off what the other one was. I mean, yeah, like, it, they good. made it with less, just less, period. What does it, did they release a picture for it? Uh, no, I don't think so yet, but they just announced that it would be released by the end of the year. So... I mean, you gotta move on to. I mean, it's the same price of the one without the disc drive. Well, I got... got the one with the disc drive for an extra hundred dollars. This is like... where the people that haven't moved on just yet, and they had to save up money, and like me. And... No, it's the same cost as a regular one without a disc drive. But okay. So here, here, here's the thing about moving on, though. Um, no, Terraria. So it, they. They they've been wanting to re- end Terraria, trying to get people to like they want to end it, but for some reason the developers are just like, no, nah, we can't end this. We keep trying to, but for some reason we keep just getting reeled back in. Um, after twelve years, even the developers are saying it's hard to move on to start a new project. 
Because, well, yeah, like, because people are consistently like I'm sure that a lot of businesses run into this problem, and that's why I specifically brought it up, not specifically about Terraria, but in the in the the gaming industry as a whole. Like, when is a good time to move on uh, with your IP? You know what I mean? Like, they can make Terraria too. That's not a problem. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, I think. If but you're... like, maybe they don't want to do Terraria anymore. Maybe they have another special project that they want to work on, and I feel like a lot of people are stuck between like uh not having enough money for enough employees uh and or overworking all of their employees and one or the other and not a lot of people have a really good medium of uh having a team working on the back end on old projects and then a team working on new projects you know what i mean so um I think that uh, it's fucking crazy that this game has lasted for 12 years, you know, especially the indie ones, like the Stardew Valleys of the world, the Terrarias of the world, and uh, stuff like that. I don't think Terraria, well, Terraria. It was an indie game. Like, that wasn't a game that was, like, super big and produced by a AAA game studio. You know it what is, I mean? They, they, they're just like, we don't know when we want to stop updating this. We're just like, we don't know. Um, I mean, they're developing a Terraria board game, which will be cool. Yeah, I can't um, wait to see what they offer in the future, and especially if it's in that type of gaming game genre. I like that. Uh, well, it'll be Terraria two point two 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 two. Well, yeah, it'll yeah. be to- Terraria Terraria tops, Terraria tops and trees. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh my anymore. god! <laughs> uh, but speaking of sequels, Banjo Kazooie sequel. Yep, they don't think that another one is coming uh, because apparently there isn't uh, a draw for it, which is fucking crazy because I have nuts and bolts and the original banjo kazooie downloaded on my on my system, <laughs> and I've played over halfway through through um, the first one and I just started nuts and bolts. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. Like I think that that would be an inc- one an incredibly easy game to remaster, um, and. Ow. 76 um i i I forgot what i was gonna say because you said ow i looked over there my (laughs) my computer i mean computer shocks me or does something weird and stabs me i'm not sure what happens but i don't like it it doesn't like you it shut down and it's shocking you that sounds like a hazard it does something bad i'm not sure that's a fucking hazard but yes the one of the the original devs from rare says that uh they need a specific group of people with a specific kind of humor uh, to... A specific set of skills. Literally, though. And then he's like, I don't think that team exists. Also, I'm not convinced the audience is there either. And I mean, like, why wouldn't it be? Because people are buying the remakes of the Crash Just Bandicoots. Just game are, for me. People are doing the reboots of the Spyro games. You know I, I mean? will like, give you my pennies so you can make the game. Right. Like, I'll clear out all of my extra I will go find. I will go find or make or steal some Bitcoin for you. <laughs> find or make or steal uh, not uh, buy never buy no, like buy bitcoin sucks ass what are you talking about you don't buy bitcoin that's how it works katie said bet um <clears throat> she said bet yeah big bet i'm okay. about to make katie the best margarita bro. so uh <laughs> so last topic of tonight i know this has been a short one this has been a short but one but it's okay it's, it's okay guys fourth like, of july where it's late we, yeah it's, july. it's actually pretty late right now and we've been drinking so <sighs> yeah. uh we're having uh, a good time 
Data Lick Entertainment, ending internal development, working on new Lord of the Rings. So yes, they have completely halted. abolished the uh, the devs team who created the new Lord of the Rings game. Are you talking about the game Gollum? Yes, the Gollum the game. The bad Gollum game. Yes, the bad Gollum game and the new Lord of the Rings game has been halted on top of that. Who so, wanted, this is this is the thing here, like you wanted to make a game about Gollum, but you made it stupid. Boring. And you gave him a fucking bowl cut. Like what the shit? You made it stupid, boring. Mad boring, bro. It's like, did you hire all the people from fucking Anthem to do this, bro? Like, oh, what don't do you, say that. They did apparently. You know what I mean? But god damn. Uh, we will support our former employees, but in finding new opportunities within our network. They. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Their game did so poorly that they fired everyone. We talked about this game, this new game that was codenamed It's Magic. We did. We did. We did talk about it. That's what I was saying. Like, don't give them this IP. They don't need the IP. Don't give them this they're IP. Not, they're not strong enough for it. I'm strong enough. <clears throat> Alright. Alright. I think that's it for tonight. Don't eat the turkey burgers. Is that your fact for the night? Or no. were you telling me not to take a bite of this turkey burger after I've been drinking? I laced it with Oxycontin. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's okay. Uh, no. Go to sleep. Um, Go to sleep. What, was the, what was the fact that I had? Um, Don't eat turkey burgers. No! No! Uh... <laughs> uh no um no pomegranates <laughs> <laughs> i should get no that. pomegranates I need, I need to get that as a as, as a as a sound bit too yeah for sure one. i need to bring over like a like a like a portable soundboard a portable fucking midi setup yeah, yeah well not even a midi setup just a portable soundboard that i can just press and then it just plays the noise um but uh, the, the, the fact of the day, the fact of the night, 4th of July was a holiday invented by old cultists who wanted to try to uh, uh, summon the, the Americans. The, no. <laughs> At least mention America. They were trying to summon the demon named America Ferreira. Uh <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> They're trying to sing, summon the demon named uh, North America to create fireworks uh, all over the world. Burn the world into fireworks. I think they're burning the world upstairs. We can go check after this. Yeah. We'll put it out with margaritas. Anyways, thank you for listening. Coast <laughs> uh, the flames. Uh, anyways, thank you for listening. Happy f- holidays. Easter. <laughs> the brain is shutting down at the moment. More burger for me. Bye bye. Bye bye. It seems as if you have done it. Done what you ask? Hmm. Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as 
the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer. Thank <laughs> you.